Hi, I'm Chad Emerson, and this is the Downtown Explorer Podcast, the virtual third place where we gather for interesting conversations with downtown innovators and entrepreneurs. Hi, everyone. Chad Emerson, Downtown Huntsville, Inc. We are back at the worldwide headquarters of DHI for another episode of the Downtown Explorer Podcast. And this week, we have a group of three people who help make your downtown experience great this summer. I want to welcome our seasonal employees, Victoria, Dawson, and Owen. Victoria, let's start with you. Uh, tell us where you're at school and what your main role is for DHI this summer. Okay, I go to Troy University, graduated in December, and uh, my main role is I'm the communications intern. So uh, this summer, but I'm a graphic design major, so I did a lot of website development. I did a lot of the posters and um, advertisements that you saw or just announcements for DHI and stuff like that. Okay. Dawson Emerson, uh, tell us what you've been doing this summer for DHI. Um, I've pretty much just setting out like the games and stuff and um, making sure everything goes smoothly downtown during like the food truck rallies or any other of just the events we have. Event liaison is what we'll call you. Event liaison. Okay. Okay, I like that. That sounds a great title. Um, Owen, uh, tell us about your role with DHI this summer. Yeah, I'm sort of one of yeah, sorry, I'm sort of one of the event producers. Um, so I've been working on organizing the downtown night market, which has been an exciting new thing we're developing, um, as well as keeping an eye on food truck rallies, downtown busking, our high school and college buskers, and the art walks. So one of the things um, during the summer is really the peak season for activity downtown. It's busy year-round. But I think a lot of folks may just think that the life-size checker or Connect Four or a blue chairs just kind of magically show up. But kind of walk us through your experience, uh, not just you know, putting the games out, but have you noticed people interacting with them? And what does that add to the downtown experience based on what you've seen this summer? Yeah, um, so I think what's what's really awesome about it is that it kind of is like a little piece of candy that draws you up to the square or down to the park, you know, based on wherever you're situated. Because basically what will happen is we'll have events happening in Big Spring, and then we'll try to get people walking around downtown all the blocks. And so you'll come up the stairs from the park, and you'll see a giant Connect Four across the street, and you'll be like, oh, wow. And you'll get there, and then you'll see the cornhole and the checkers and everything. And the Adirondacks, they give you a chance to, to sit in the shade in all the nice places because if, if you want to be somewhere that the bench isn't, you know. So it just – it's like a little, like – a leading element to just keep you moving around downtown and keep everyone exploring. What's the favorite game you've put out this year, Dawson? Um, my favorite? Yeah. I mean, between Connect Four and Checkers and Cornhole. I mean, I love Checkers. I think Checkers is super fun. It's fun. Uh, we'll walk around and see uh, people in friends groups, uh, families with kids, people it looks like they're on dates. It seems like the games are really approachable by just about every type of person. Does that seem accurate? Yeah, totally. Victoria, you approach things from the social media time and the photography side and things like that. Um, as you're going to these events, what are you working with Megan Carter, our communications lead? What are you trying to share through our social platforms? Um, I'm trying to share an experience that you want to come down here and you want to do it yourself. Uh, you can see it on our social media, these intriguing photos, these events that are going on, these cool cool art murals around downtown, and you want to go to it yourself. So that's all that we're doing. We're not doing it like, look, look at what we got. It's come down here and enjoy yourself. So. 
What is uh, the favorite DHI social media platform or within a platform that, you know, whether it be a reel or a story, what's your favorite way to storytell using a DHI social platform? Um, DHI store. So Instagram stories, cause I can put little gifs, gifs, however you pronounce it. <laughs> Don't get on me. GIFs? The creator of the gif says that it's a gif, GIF. Okay. but <laughs> everybody's saying it, it another, it's another podcast. <laughs> you should have used but, a J, yeah. but you didn't. <laughs> so, uh, those fun little, the, and DHI, um, has their own gifs on there too. Uh, one of my projects I'm working on, too, is updating those so that people can use those and um, just be up to date with the different trails and stuff. But those are so fun to put on your little story and have it moving. What's the biggest surprise uh, putting together these events? Because, again, people attend them. But they don't realize, you know, hours before you start uh, organizing them, as you've looked at the food truck rallies, art walks, night markets. What's been a surprise for you, Dawson? Um... I don't know. I maybe how much the difference like like just these simple like little like added extra things like putting out the sidewalk chalk to just like get people to go down there and just have like something to do um while they're hanging out in the food trucks um and then just like the the games and stuff. I mean people just really enjoy um just having um like a little extra something to, to do downtown. Owen, one of um, your tasks this summer that you've uh, really crushed it in a good way on is the night market. That's uh, a brand new event, which uh, we created trying to reach uh, a relatively new audience. Tell us um, about the night market and how it came together. Yeah. So basically, well, for one thing, we never had these after dark, not necessarily adult events, because obviously it's everyone is welcome there, but just a little more quirky something to fill that kind of that nighttime ambience in downtown um so we do our art walks um and that's a great opportunity to showcase artists and artisans but we wanted to do something where we could put the spotlight on quirky unique unusual truly like uh, unorthodox and fun and playful artists craftsmen pretty much anybody in downtown because we got all these you know unique creative talents in huntsville both you know artistically and in, in, in food and goods and all of that stuff. And we just wanted to have like a, a hub for everyone to see that kind of thinking of like a, like a, a bazaar sort of. Um, and so we saw a need for that. And we had this new chandelier alley that, uh, um, we had opened up and we thought this was a really great, uh, a great space for it. I remember the first time, I think it was 2013, we did a food truck rally, a little mini food truck rally, and we got some food trucks to come out wasn't entirely legal when we did it, but we got him to come out. Mm-hmm. And we wondered, is anyone going to show up? And then around the corner came a bunch of people. And it felt like that way with Night Market. I mean, when you do something new and you wonder, is this going to be received? What do you think, what do you attribute some of the success of the Night Market? Because it's going to be every fourth Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. all the way through October, thanks to our friends at UAH and MidCity. What do you attribute to the success what do I attribute its its success to? What made Night Market successful? Um, I think you it, it you feel cool being there. Um, I mean, for one thing, you know, people sometimes like to shop online and they're trying to like look for cool things that decorate their house or or cool apparel or you love like the story behind the cool thing you got. And so that's the thing. Like even as Instagram has gotten better and better and targeting you with all of the interesting, trendy goods and more personalized to your shopping, it still doesn't replace the feeling of like 
stumbling across the market downtown, going live somewhere, getting to chat with a cool artisan, and taking home a keepsake. Um, and just in general, you know, we had um, America's Party Pros and Matt Stern doing custom DJing and lighting. We had Bubbles. We had Cambodian Stew, courtesy of Fat Sammy's. Um, and it just was a really cool ambiance that it was just like a memory to make to be there, even if you weren't buying anything. So, uh, again, it's every fourth Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. all the way through October. Victoria, you grew up in Huntsville, right? Where did you go to high school? Madison Academy. Madison Academy. Okay. So from back as a high school student to now spending a lot of time downtown this mm -hmm. summer, your mom works for us, so you've, you've been aware of DHI, but mm -hmm. actually staying out on Friday nights, taking pictures of things, you know, what's changed and what do you think is most appealing these days about downtown Huntsville from your personal perspective? Well, um, when I was in high school, the spot to hang out was Bridge Street. Um, I love Bridge Street, still love Bridge Street, but it's a bunch of shops. Um, now you go to downtown as a high school, I see high school students riding the bikes, they're riding their skateboards, they're wanting to hang out downtown because there are shops, but there's also restaurants seat at, cheap ones, expensive ones, fast ones, sit down ones. Um, you have the park that's free, you have, I mean, there's plethora of different things to do around downtown, geocaching, just stuff that I would come, if I was a high schooler now, I would come down here and over anywhere else in Huntsville. Owen and Dawson, y'all literally grew up, you know, walkable distance from downtown. Mm -hmm. um, since moving here in 2013, and now you're both in college or going into college, how do you personally experience downtown, not just as a place where you're working this summer, but what are some of your favorite things to do? Well, um... I enjoy walking around Big Stream Park. It's a great place to get out. Um, the other day, um, some of my friends, we came down after a food truck rally, just walked around Big Stream Park. It's a great place if you just want to hang out with friends and catch up. And there's a lot of great places to eat downtown. I love a lot of the restaurants. Some of my favorites, like Jack Brown's and Moe's, are really great. And it just all the events are just like super fun atmosphere. Um, and I, I love being able to walk um, downtown, especially, you know, five years ago when I didn't have a driver's license, didn't have a car. Um, just like the accessibility, it's a really nice thing, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, and sorry. Yeah. Got to remember to lean in. I think that, um, what's really cool about downtown Huntsville is how compact and unintimidating and inviting it is. And it's just that right size where you get the, the downtown atmosphere and character and intrigue, but, um, the small town feel, um, it's really compact and easy to get everywhere. You can start in Big Spring Park, you can hang out in the park, and then you can make your way. If y'all have never strolled through Twickenham in the evening and just taken a look at all the historic homes and everything, um, you can do that. Then you can head down to Fat Sammy's, and then you can head through Constitution Village, and it's all just right there for you. And a lot of times, other larger downtowns, it's, it's an awesome experience to hang out downtown and do the downtown scene, but it's kind of exhausting um, because, you know, there's big traffic um, crossing huge intersections, uh, loud but i would characterize huntsville as you know equally as cool and interesting but just an incredibly relaxing place to be which isn't i think really common with mid-sized city downtowns you have friends coming in um i know i've met several of them come in what, what is what is are they surprised some people think of a middle-sized alabama town as maybe 
something in their mind, you know, what's the impression your friends from Alabama or Victoria, you know, friends that you may have coming from college, uh, what are some of the ways they reacted like about downtown Huntsville? Well, I've been, I mean, I've been posting the events on my personal social medias and all my friends have stood up and like, I want you to show me down around downtown because they don't, if they're not looking for it, they're not going to find it. But um, they always tell me they want to come up. They want to look at all the coffee shops I'm posting. They want to go around to, I posted Stove House the other day. They, they're like, you, how have you never posted this place? Because <laughs> you just really, you can't get everything in even a couple weeks. So they always want to come up. Yeah, it's it's cute and it's cool. And like I said about compactness, there's so much fun you can have in such a in this small sphere. That which to you know, Chad's credit, that's what they've cultivated in downtown. You can I'll have friends up from from have them down from Chicago, from Kentucky, or up from Mobile, and it'll be like we'll go up to Montesano, we'll take a hike, we'll go home and clean up, and then we'll head out to Low Mill for the afternoon, and, and we'll explore, and then we'll end up in downtown eating dinner, and there's just, like, so much fun to be had in a day because of, I think, Huntsville's really well-planned and geographically, you know, situated spatially. So, a uh, question for all three of you, now that you've been on not just the guest side of downtown or the uh, customer side of downtown, but you've been on the worker side of downtown, and What's something that you didn't realize before you worked at DHI that's been a big surprise? You were like, huh, interesting how that works or interesting that place exists or, or a surprise since you've um, done your work here this summer. Hmm. Dawson. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is probably just like the, like the closeness of like the downtown like atmosphere like all the different businesses and the creators and um, everything that goes down here is so closely knit, especially, I mean, because of DHI, um, just kind of being behind a lot of everything. Um, I think that just um, creates a, a, a really great uh, atmosphere, just everyone kind of knowing each other um, on a business level and maybe just on a personal level too. Um, stuff like this podcast, getting them, um, deeper into the stories behind um, a lot of the businesses that have, have been here for years and the people who have grown Huntsville over the last, you know, good bit. Victoria? Uh, the effort that goes into all of the events, for sure. I went to the events, I enjoyed the events, then coming over here, I'm like, if you told me I would take hours to check in vendors, I would not believe you. <laughs> so it's just the effort that everybody puts in, and uh, it's just such a small team to do so much. Owen. Yeah, really like Dawson was saying, um, just the people, the, the closeness of, you know, Huntsville's becoming a big place, but you just being down here for a couple months working with DHI, you start to see the same people in and out of the square. Those 15 or 20 biggest blocks, you really quickly start to notice the same, you know, people coming to and from, and it still has that, like, that intimate character, like I keep talking about. Um, and the the passion and, like, the of every little ind person, individual person, every shop you'll walk into, you'll start to notice that like every every little shop in Clinton Row, everybody you know, whether it be at the Poppy or um, even down at Green Bus or anything, there's just a lot of really really cool people who each individually might be the most passionate and interesting and talented person you've ever known, and they're all it's it's almost like a, a healthily competitive environment where everyone is trying to see who can be the coolest and the most invested and 
their cool downtown business, which is why I think it's growing so well, because we've created that atmosphere. So I'm about to ask you all in just a second about what would be a great downtown day, a personal day. But before I get there, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, lessons that you may have learned, but what are some lessons that downtown could learn? If you, now that you've seen behind the scenes from an insider's perspective, you know, what would you like to see added to downtown or changed in downtown that you think would even make it more awesome? Mm, more bi- more bikes. Uh, sometimes I get to the stops and there's not. Oh, the bikes here? Yeah, the bike because everybody's riding around on one like one stop and then just get prepared for the growth. I feel like we're going to we're going to boom in a second and I just want everybody to be ready so nobody you know gets left behind. That's so we need more bikes downtown. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good feedback. I just yeah. uh, Dawson, what's something that as you experience downtown you said, "Well, yeah, if well, we could do this." I know every time I have a group of friends downtown um from I mean school or playing soccer or church it's just like we always have a good time going here so i know that people of my demographic you know 18 year olds late 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 teens uh, high schoolers they really enjoy being downtown but i i feel like our downtown doesn't have as much of a reputation as like the classic like like bridge street like victoria was talking about earlier so i think just kind of building that reputation that the downtown is just like a cool place to be even for people like my age not just you know people slightly older in like a business setting or um yeah stuff like that you know it's fascinating along those lines is one of the uh, things that's been changing so much is prom photos homecoming photos you know mm-hmm. that i mean it's just random even alleys in downtown people have become taking that picture and then i'll see them next thing you know they're all dressed up and they're on a pop-up park swinging mm-hmm. right um that's that's been fun to experience that Owen, what's uh, something that uh, some constructive feedback you'd give for downtown Huntsville? Constructive feedback, yeah. Um, I think that downtown Huntsville, and we've got some capacity on some of the quieter outer blocks, and we, but we have a nice space. I think downtown Huntsville has room to grow, um, 20 25%. Um, in terms of, I think, you know, there is a, a progression almost a bell curve and what's the right amount of businesses and experiences and restaurant experiences to have in a downtown to make it feel like you've always got somewhere new or interesting to go or a new sort of uh, uh, enclave to hang out in so that it always feels fresh. And I think I'm excited for downtown because they're headed in this direction. I think, you know, several blocks, if you go, uh, you know, north of DHI or, or uh, I think that there is room for it to grow into itself just the perfect amount and to have even – a few more cool experiences and artists or art experiences, artisans, shops, uh, restaurateurs join us. Well, let's talk about as we get close to wrapping up here, heading to the favorite five segment, which would be the favorite 15 in this case, since there's three of y'all. Um, Victoria, we'll start with you. What, um, what would be you wake up on a Saturday and you were had guests in town and you want to just give them the downtown experience. What would that look like? Saturday. I'm trying to think when things open. <laughs> no, we would, I mean, something with, not in any particular order, because if it's my perfect day, it's not going to have a plan. It's going <laughs> nice. to be Montesano. It's going to be low mill. It's going to be stove house. Definitely to eat, but maybe just to hang out really at stove house. It's going to be coming downtown and it's going to be coming to some of the shops and then we'll eat here and then we'll go 
and play either like a board game at one of the, you know, like the dice cafe or any place down here or back to my place for a board game. That'd be pretty cool. Dawson. Yeah, definitely starting off the day with Montesano being so close to downtown. Just like, I mean, so such a perfect um, place um, to like a hike. And then um, like, I mean, Victoria mentioned a lot of the, cool places like uh we could, i'm sure we'd go home you know uh stove house great would be great for lunch and then low meal is right next to there and then um definitely um i think being downtown um at night is um, one of the best times to be down there with all the, the lights i think there's really cool lighting downtown and really a uh, great uh downtown <clears throat> atmosphere at night um so probably a uh, dinner some somewhere on the square um, I mean, I really love Sam and Greg's, one of my favorite pizza Good places. Um, Little putt putt in the upstairs. Play, yeah, play putt putt. Um, some checkers, I guess, on the square, and yeah. Owen, what would you? Uh, how would you bring guests and experience downtown Huntsville in your way? Yeah, in the morning you start off with well, you give them their pick based on their preferences. Uh, honest coffee, maybe Old Town, maybe Offbeat. Figure out which member of our fantastic craft coffee trail they're feeling. Um, <laughs> then you go up to Montesano. Or any of the other nine on the trail. Any uh, of the other nine on the trail. <laughs> Get on the trail if I didn't mention your name. Then that's that's the place to be. Um, and then, like I said, Montesano, the, I think you'll call it the downtown mountain, is just such a, a great experience to go up there and hike. I've hiked every trail. But what you do is you go up Bankhead Parkway through Five Points and you show them just how close it is through the back way. And that's really fun. Um, uh, for lunch uh, or dinner. You can't sleep on Big O's, a Huntsville classic, one of my favorites. Um, and then, of course, I I love Twickenham. I guess if you're, you know, you're older, um, you're going out, hanging out at maybe Fat Sammy's in the, for the evening or one of the many cool pubs and bars that are coming to downtown. But in the evenings, I just love to walk Twickenham, check out all the architecture, um, and that's my perfect night, yeah. It's interesting, all three of you mentioned the one thing in common is Montesano. Yeah. Uh, let's spend just a couple minutes on that, what makes it unique. So a lot of cities have a river that runs through it, like uh, Montgomery, or it has a bay to overlook, like Charleston. Um, what's, what's the significance of having, I mean, where we're sitting here at DHI, we can be at a trailhead at the base of the mountain, like Wildflower or Claremont, in seven minutes, yeah. right? Um, is that something that people of your generation think is an asset or amenity for our downtown? Oh, for sure. Like, um, I'm chilling down here and I just want to go be in the woods. Like, it's just a different experience and it's, there's those times where everybody wants to get away from the city and go in the forest. So the fact that it's five minutes away and you could literally walk into a neighborhood on Montesano from downtown if you really wanted to is insane. I was on top of um, one of the parking garages, you know, just doing my thing, taking photographs, and you can What is your see... thing on top of a parking garage? I'm curious. <laughs> parking? Well, I was taking, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I was taking photos for DHI. Oh, nice. But um, you could see in the skyline, it wasn't what I was supposed to be taking pictures of, but the skyline of the city was literally middle of downtown and then Montesano and no buildings, like, to your left. And it was, it was pretty cool because I don't think you get that view anywhere else. You said something the other day I thought was really interesting and actually followed up on it this week going to the top of the parking decks, mm -hmm. and almost all of our parking decks don't have roofs. Yeah. So when you're in the top, you're like in an open-air pavilion about yeah. four or five stories up. Yeah, and the, nobody ever parks there. There's a couple. I've been to a 
the top of a couple and I just I've tried to do it in other cities and most of the ones that I've found I mean somebody can correct me if I'm wrong but I just haven't found one in another major city that have open roofs and you can see the I mean everything you know next time you need to use the Clinton garage park at the top and check out the view before you head down (laughs) (laughs) space management too yeah make sure it's at night because this heat (laughs) and you all also did mention the lights that's something we've been really intentional Mm -hmm. isn't it interesting how led lights can change something that during the day may be somewhat mundane but at night takes on a whole new character Mm -hmm. any favorite lights downtown we had about five or six installations um, big screen park, um, yeah. the lights around like the fountain next to the bank and then along like the parking garage, um, just so cool being, um, in big screen park, just seeing the lights reflecting on the water and off about the buildings, um, that kind of give that skyline around big screen park. Those are some of the coolest, uh, lights downtown. The nighttime lighting at Constitution Village is really well done. If you haven't seen that, they will have those the floor light or those ground lights up in the flower beds or inside the planters to create, which I, what I think is the coolest way to light is these almost invisible sources to where everything seems to be glowing the right amount for you to enjoy it, but you don't see it a lamppost. Oh, and one of your tasks this summer, and we'll uh, wrap up with this, has been uh, Busker Fridays, mm-hmm. live music. So there's lots of live music at different venues, different restaurants, and things like that, Mars Music Hall. But tell us the importance of Busker Friday and what we try to accomplish with uh, what is a busker, for people don't recognize it, and what does that bring to downtown? Busking is just playing music on the street for tips. In this case, if you are a busker with DHI for Busker Fridays, you get paid a little extra cash. Um, But that's what busking is. Um, And so for this um, summer Busker Friday series, we're focusing on high school and college students. We're putting the spotlight on them. And the reason we're doing that is because we want to get the music economy, the cultural economy, the scene circulating, you know, um, and, you know, get young people moving into that scene and get them exposure and get them excited about performing in downtown and around Huntsville. Because, you know, with Matt Mandrella and the Huntsville Music Office, you know, starting to come into Blue Wind their own thing with Orion and everything, Huntsville's music scene is growing. That's that's one of the, you know, the big projects, one of the great directions that's, you know, appearing right now in Huntsville's trajectory. Um, and we wants to to stimulate that to grow local artists and we just think a really simple way to start that process is just to get kids from from lee or grissom or even buckhorn or you know out at uah or a and m or even if they're coming in from out of town from auburn um get them playing downtown and get names to faces and venues saying hey maybe i want to book them and definitely heard some new original sounds we have we've heard original music yeah so that is Owen Emerson, Dawson Emerson, and Victoria Bolin, our summer staff here at DHI. Uh, when you come down to an event or you engage with us on social media or e-newsletter, know that it doesn't just magically happen. There's a lot of people, including these three, behind the scenes, in the heat, making the downtown experience pretty fantastic. So, uh, Victoria, if you want to learn more about downtown Huntsville, where can you go on social media or the World Wide Web? On Instagram, Downtown HSV, Facebook, Downtown Huntsville, and on the web, the World Wide Web, <laughs> downtownhuntsville.org. All right. So we like to wrap up every one of these interviews with our favorite five segment, five questions designed to learn about the personality behind, in this case, the persons. Uh, each one of these, uh, we'll start with Victoria and work our way uh, eastward on the, along this table to Owen. Uh, you all ready for your favorite five? Yes. yes. Yes, sir. Hey. 
different levels of enthusiasm on that one, <laughs> or, or fear, or whatever. All right, number one, uh, which is your, if you're not working event, you're going to go to downtown, a food truck rally or night market? Oh, that's tough. Am I hungry? <laughs> I don't know. Are you hungry? <laughs> Probably oh, food, answer. downtown night market, final answer. Food trucks. I mean, I got to say night market. It's my event. What am I going to do? <laughs> okay. Victoria, beach trip or hiking trip? Hiking. Hiking. Hiking, but there's some merit to beach. I'll give it that. <laughs> Just the sand. Devil's there wasn't so much sand. I feel like. All right. We'll start with Owen this way, this time and work our way the other way. In. Uh, dinner downtown. Is it steak or seafood? It's seafood. I'm not a huge steak guy, and there's some great seafood options. Yeah, seafood. Seafood. All right. Dawson, we'll start with you on this one. Uh, you can go to a, a venue downtown. Would you rather go to a music venue that's a listening lounge or an arena show? Mm, I really love the arena shows. I've seen a, you know, a couple shows down uh, Von Braun Center, so yeah. Victoria. Arena, the new Orion. Got to. The arena show is a special experience for you to have a couple times in your life, but over time, recurringly, the listening lounge, the laid-back music environment is better, I think. So that was a good analysis. What's your answer? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> listening lounge. Listening lounge. All right. You broke that down very well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and last but not least, we'll start with Owen on this one. You have one show to watch before you leave downtown. Is it Parks and Rec or Arrested Development? Arrested Development is one of the greatest written comedies of all time. I have some really passionate feelings about it. No shade of Parks and Rec. It's brilliant. Arrested Development all the way. No, Parks and Rec has a higher level of consistency. So, I mean, we have some, there's some high quality bits Parks on and Arrested Rec Development. Is like the most brilliant joke you've ever heard, followed by two of the worst jokes you've ever heard, but then another one of the most Arrested brilliant Development jokes. is like the most brilliant season you've ever heard, Fine. followed by the two worst seasons you've ever heard. Four First five favorite years. five we've had people arguing during. Netflix didn't know to do four. Okay, so I don't even know who answered what. Owen, Parks and Rec or Arrested, Arrested Development? <laughs> Parks and Rec. Victoria. Parks and Rec. All right, Parks and Rec wins the day on that one. All right, that is Tim, Parks and Rec or Arrested Development? Hey, man, I got to go Arrested Development. All right, Tim's going Arrested Development. It's a tie ballgame. All right, that is Owen Emerson, Dawson Emerson, who are our summer event employees, and Victoria Boland, who's doing great work on the DHI social platforms. Thanks for joining us on the DHI podcast and all your great work this summer thank you <laughs> and if you and if you like these conversations uh find us at downtownhuntsville.org up on the right hand side there's a tab that has all of the previous conversations I invite you to come check out these if you enjoy interesting thought leaders in the rocket city center we'll talk to you next time on the dhi explorer podcast